the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why now are we studying the Bible? Because in just a a little while, we're going to begin a study of the book of Genesis. And when we start that study, we're going to be finding conflicts with popular teachings that we are told by our culture are true. Well, that is precisely why we have been diving into the Bible, taking a look at its inerrancy, its perfection, if you will, its truthfulness. We invite you to spend time with us today as we take a final look at translations today. Just exactly how do we address translations and how do we maintain the integrity of God's Word as we translate from one language to another? Well, that's where we pick up today as Pastor Leighton Sheely here on Study Verse by Verse reminds us that it is God from start to finish, even on translations. You may have heard the saying, it doesn't something always get lost in translation, right? And so the question there relates to, well, if all we can work with is, because I don't know Greek and Hebrew, if all I can work with is an English translation, does that mean I have a lesser value in studying the scripture than I would if I knew the original languages? How do we address this matter of really understanding what God's word says? The answer is the Holy Spirit. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, we become a temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to live within us. And the Holy Spirit leads us and teaches us. And the Holy Spirit is not limited by translation or vocabulary or words. That is, by the way, one of the reasons you hear me consistently before we start a a, a message time, Sunday after Sunday, say, we ask you to be our teacher. Because it's really the Holy Spirit that can teach us and that we can understand, have our thoughts transformed, our words transformed, and our actions transformed because of what he teaches us. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads, leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him. Because he lives with you now and later will be in you. So the Holy Spirit comes and lives within us. He is not impeded by limitations of language. And when we sit down as individuals to do our study of the word, that's what we need to say, Jesus, Holy Spirit, be my teacher. Show me what you have for me in your word today. And you notice I I emphasize the word leads He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. What does that mean? That means that we can't find the truth as hard as we might try. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us into truth. And we are are in a world today that is filled with deceit and lies. And we need to be every day asking God's Holy Spirit to give us discernment and to lead us into truth. Amen. Amen. Back to our 
uh, statement of faith. God has supernaturally preserved the Bible. Now, some people have heard this. They, they say, well, wait a minute. Um, we've only recently come out with digital copying. That's the ones and zeros, and they're, they're, they're exact. And before that, there was photocopies. I don't know if you remember those. I do. And you remember that you put a photocopy on, then you make a copy of a copy. And by the fourth or fifth generation, it was getting pretty muddy. And that didn't come out until the last century. And this thing goes, so how in the world do we get the Bible today? The answer is, is it was hand-copied century after century. And then people say, well, if it was hand-copied, then there must be some errors that have slipped in over the century. Maybe I can't trust the Bible that I have today to be accurate to what they had 2,000 years ago. Well, God provided an answer for us. I'm thankful for that. Remember the Dead Sea Scrolls? discovered in the mid-40s. And the story behind that is the Essenes were the ones who were making the scrolls. They heard the Romans were coming. They quickly hid them, and they were lost to history for almost 2,000 years. And they were discovered. And these are 2,000 years old. And so the scholars opened them up and said, okay, how much error has slipped into our Bible? And what they found is virtually none. There's no distinction between what we have today and what we had then. And the little errors don't affect the meaning of what God gave us at all. So God has given us the evidence that we can trust the Old. What about the New Testament? Because the same question can apply to the New Testament. It was copied, hand-copied for centuries. Is, is it possible that something might have slipped in there? Well, let's look at some evidence. Have you all heard of Plato? Plato? Did you know that he lived 400 years before Christ and that there are only seven copies of his writings that exist? And the most recent was written or copied 1,300 years, more than 1,000 years after he lived and died. Only seven copies. Have you heard of Tacitus? He was the uh, Roman historian that is used as the basis for a lot of textbooks that are written today on Roman history. Did you know that only 20 copies of the original exist? And it's actually not the original. These are copies, the earliest of which were copied 1,000 years after Tacitus lived and died. Now, that gives you some kind of reference into some of the major documents that we depend upon to understand the history of the world. Do you know how many documents we have on the New Testament? Over 5,000. We also have over 19,000 translations. That's almost 25,000, and they're discovering more all the time. And you know, these translations from the early centuries are very valuable. And I'll tell you why. Remember we were talking about not a one-to-one correlation? And these early translations were from people who lived close to the apostles' time. And so they understood and knew what the original meaning was from the original language. And so when they were translated from one language to another, the word they chose in the second language is very, very important for us to understand because it gives us an insight into what the original intended meaning in the first language was. We have something like 25,000 documents. Now, if we had no documents at all, the early church fathers quoted from the New Testament more than 36,000 times. And if we had no documents of the Bible itself, we could still reconstruct the entire New Testament from the quotes that are recorded for us in the early church fathers. Josh McDowell wrote, The importance of the sheer number of manuscript copies cannot be overstated. The abundance of manuscript copies makes it possible to reconstruct the original with virtually complete accuracy. 
Dockery, Matthews, and Sloan wrote, not one fundamental doctrine of the Christian faith rests on a disputed reading. F.F. Bruce wrote, there is no body of ancient literature in the world which enjoys such a wealth of good textual attestation as the New Testament. Josh Medall wrote, the fact that the text of the Bible has survived throughout history is a wonderful testimony to the preserving power of God. The scriptures have survived time and persecution and criticism. The first book of the Bible was composed some 3,500 years ago. The last completed nearly 2,000 years ago. The original manuscripts were all written on perishable materials and have long since disappeared. But the thousands of copies we possess, however, accurately represent the originals. And with regard to this matter of persecution, of which there have been many in history, he wrote, in A.D. 303, the Roman Emperor Diocletian, now this is at the uh, epitome of the Roman Empire. This is when the Roman Empire was at its greatest. In A.D. 303, the Roman Emperor Diocletian wrote an imperial letter ordering the destruction of all churches, the burning of all scriptures, and the loss of civil liberties by all professing Christians. They not only lost their liberties, they sometimes went to prison, and sometimes they were tortured, and sometimes they lost their lives. That did not stop the spread of Christianity or the proclamation of God's revelation in the Bible. Constantine, the Roman emperor who succeeded Diocletian, converted to Christianity and eventually ordered Eusebius to make 50 copies of the scriptures to be produced by the best scribes at government expense. Time passes, but the Bible remains a dramatic testimony to the keeping power of God for his revelation. Rulers come and go. The Bible remains. Critics come and go. The Bible remains. Amen. And then, and it is the sole and final authority for faith and life, providing encouragement, guidance, comfort, and instruction for training in righteousness. It is the sole and final authority. If there's any other so-called authority that conflicts with the Word of God, then God's Word wins. God's Word is above the preaching of the preacher, the teaching of the teacher, the traditions of the church, or anything else created by man. It is the sole and final authority for life and for faith and life, providing instruction for training in righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is believing and obeying what is right in the eyes of God. And the Bible is the final authority for guiding us toward righteousness. This world is filled with deceit and lies, amongst which is the lie that the Bible is just another book and not the Word of God. And many of our young people in America who've grown up in good, godly, Bible-teaching churches end up going to college and lose their salvation, lose their faith. In fact, Josh McDowell believes it's 75%, three out of four of our young people, because they are told by the professors that the Bible is nothing more than a fairy tale. One of the things they say, listen, it, what they talk about here is not natural. Therefore, it cannot be real. God, the creator coming into this world is not natural. It is supernatural, but it's very, very much real. They're told that the Bible is full of contradictions, but if you press them on it, they can't name one because there is none. When you think that the Bible is supposed to be natural in order to make it real, that, uh, that, that counters the very fact that the Bible tells us that our Creator has entered creation in order to save creation. That is exceptional. So then why now are we studying the Bible? 
because in just a, a little while, we're going to begin a study of the book of Genesis. And when we start that study, we're going to be finding conflicts with popular teachings that we are told by our culture are true, beginning with the first five words of the Bible. And so if we don't believe that the Bible is the word of God, then all we're listening to is a fairy tale. And listening to a fairy tale is a very mediocre reason for getting out of bed, getting dressed, and going to church. We don't believe the Bible is a fairy tale. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Well, with that foundation laid, tomorrow we will move into our extensive journey through Genesis. And as Pastor Leighton Sheely just mentioned, there is a, a lot of conflict between what God has to say about culture and about what He has created and what we believe the truth to be, culturally speaking, in our day and age. There really is quite a contrast. And we'll see that contrast as we go into Genesis. We trust you'll join us. If you have questions about today's program or study verse by verse, Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, visit our website, highlands.us, highlands.us. We'll see you tomorrow for another broadcast of study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.